0: It's Unstable Topics with Sarah and Maggie.
1: Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between.
0: We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. Hey, Maggie, what you got in your hand? Oh, I have an Unstable Topics sticker.
1: How do I get one of those? Well, we ordered these to share with all of our friends who are following along the podcast. So you can just shoot us an email with a screenshot of you following Unstable Topics on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and we will send you a sticker in the mail. Stop it, snail mail? Snail mail with a sticker.
0: Can you believe it? For free! I love this so much. So I'm going to go right now and subscribe to our podcast, and I'm also going to give us a review. Oh,
1: my gosh. Sarah, if you give a review and send us a picture of that review, we will write you a review of your review and include it in a handwritten letter with the sticker in the snail mail. This is fantastic. This might be the
0: deal of the century. End of message. Your episode of Unstable Topics will be starting in three, two, one.
1: fight. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. I don't know if you can see behind me, and people who are listening can't see, obviously, but do you see this humongous trophy right over my shoulder? Yes, I see the trophy. I don't want to brag, and I don't want to come across as, like, you know, braggadocious, but... My husband is an award-winning fantasy football player and coach, manager of the team, and we have in our house, he finally got it from last year's champion, a probably almost three foot tall trophy.
0: So, um, you've done a lot of, I don't want to say complaining, I want to say observations of the time your husband spends in his fantasy league. And now he's brought home a trophy. Does that make you feel differently about his commitment?
1: You know, it is. It's like when when you're not on a winning team, it's easy to be like, why are we investing so much in this? Mm-hmm. You know, like why do we why why are we spending so much of our time watching the red zone and doing all of that? But now that he's a winner, I get it, you know? <laughs> like there's so much pride in our house, like our our family name. The whole league is, like, I think, relishing in this victory. And so uh, now that we have this humongous trophy in our bedroom that has on top of it so many um, things, so many parts of of the trophy that are interesting, because um, every year they add to it. The person who wins gets, I think, like a $1,000. Like, you get, like, a good chunk of change. Uh, and the person who loses has to wear an adult diaper during the draft. Is that because they can't go to the bathroom or is
0: that for convenience? That's for, I think, for shame. Is it shameful, though? Because Lisa Renna promoted adult diapers. And to be honest, I mean, if Lisa Renna is going to get behind it, I would be like, oh, okay, this, is com- this isn't a punishment. This is convenient because now I can it's focus true. on the draft more. I don't have to be distracted by my bodily function. Wow, you're... Interpretation of this,
1: mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. could change their entire league. I hope
0: so. I hope. I'm gonna. I'm gonna
1: send this clip to Kyle to share with every. I mean, he'll be listening. I mean, what if now everyone just wears a diaper, and that's why it's the diaper league? You know,
0: and the winner doesn't get to because that's an advantage.
1: Yes, and so the winner has to constantly be leaving to go to the mm-hmm. bathroom. bathroom. So they might even miss a round. I know. Oh my goodness. And then people are like trying to sneak in diapers. They're like, what do you got under your pants? And it's like, I'm not wearing a diaper. And it's like, but you won last year. You can't wear a diaper. <laughs> no, no. I just have puffy boxers. Yeah. Because I do think we're
0: coming to it's 2023. And so we shouldn't be shamed for wearing adult diapers. Sometimes it's a necessity. Sometimes it's convenience. I mean, every pregnant woman who is given birth postpartum is like, thank you for this.
1: You know, that's true. That's true. Honestly, I loved my adult diapers. I might go back to it. Let's take a stand today and let's all just don adult diapers and forget this toilet business. Forget it. You know what? That saves us some potty training. Yeah. Now it's not a headache to potty train your kids because it's just like if this is the life you're choosing. I'm going to go back to
0: Lisa Renna If it's good enough for her, it's good enough for you. It's good enough for me. It's nothing to yeah. be embarrassed about anymore. It's not a punishment that should be inflicted upon in a fantasy draft league.
1: It's an award. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege. a privilege that should be enjoyed by everyone in the league. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think we should start a fantasy football league, Sarah.
0: No, that's too much commitment.
1: It's so much commitment.
0: It's so much commitment.
1: Okay. Well, let's just, let's just continue with our fantasy fact league. And I've got a fact for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm excited about this one. Tongue twisters are notoriously tricky, but one is the toughest of them all. The title of most difficult tongue twister in the English language belongs to this six-word trickster. The sixth, six, wait, oh, dang. The sixth, sick, sheiks, sixth, sheeps, sick. Okay, the sixth
0: sheep. Sick. Okay, the sixth, sick, see, Sheek. sheep. Okay. Sheik. Six. Sixth, six. 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 I wish I could see the words. <laughs> Here, I'm going to text it to you. The sixth, sick, hold, hold on. The sixth, sick, sheeks, sixth, sheeps, sit. Sarah,
1: you did that so, this is why you are an actor.
0: I was a theater manager. Theater Wait, Tongue major. twisters are our thing, Maggie.
1: Yeah. Ooh, look at the theater department Ooh. with their tongue twisters. twisters. Ooh. <laughs> Unique New York. The rain in
0: Spain falls plainly on the plains. Mainly on the plains.
1: Mainly. Mainly um. the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plains. I think you got it. I think I you got, got it. it. Unique New York, unique. I practiced that so many times, though I was like, "That's classic I Maggie." Not get it? I was whispering it to myself when I was going to sleep. I was like, oh, "Man, this is going to be a real tongue twister." It's it,
0: it's in classic Maggie form to practice a tongue twister for a fact question. Hundred percent. This is quintessential. Maggie Reith Austin.
1: You know what though? I will practice my fact and then I'll have a react and I will not think one second about what I would possibly say for the react, even though I know you're going to ask me, what do I think? And then I'm going to say, oh gosh, I really haven't thought about this even though I wrote the react question. Well, what's your react question for this? Okay. All right. So we now know the trickiest tongue twister to say in the English language. What's a word that you think is the toughest to spell in the English language? All of them.
0: All of the words.
1: This, I don't know why you would
0: ask this question of me, knowing my insecurities with spelling. Why would you put me on front street, Maggie? Why would you be like, I know my best friend in the fourth grade had a spelling bee and she was so anxious about it. To spell the word wrong, that she started to cry, and now you're. This is this is my.
1: Um, I don't want you to spell it. I don't want you to spell I'm, it, Sarah.
0: You're having me bring up all the spelling tests in my life and no, moments no, no. where no, I spelled not, words wrong. That's not and what I was trying to do. You want me to have all our thousands of listeners?
1: No, that's not what I was trying to do, Sarah. Wow, Sarah, I was, Maggie. Sarah, wow, I wasn't, Maggie. I was wow. I wasn't. <laughs> W-O-W. w-o-w wow i wasn't trying to maggie. do that i was trying to i was trying to just be like what's a word that you would just avoid spelling but all I wasn't of the thinking words about- maggie <laughs> all of the words mine is diarrhea
0: <laughs> see you thought about that react seems like you got everything in place for this react question except for the insecurities and everyone hates um,
1: spelling most no, people hate no. spelling
0: people go to competitions because they think they can spell the best those people don't hate spelling most people aren't anxious about
1: spelling words maggie reith austin i i do not like spelling either i don't like spelling i don't like i like to watch people like I, I don't mind watching a spelling bee but i i feel like i can't spell words because being raised in western new york my accent all my vowels are messed up. So, like, I always want to put, like, an A in things that doesn't have an A or an E or an A-E combination, you know? Like, I, I feel like I can't spell because I don't know how to talk.
0: Now you're making this about you, you know? I was I, just trying to I relate. I was trying to make this about you, Maggie.
1: No, I'm trying to relate to your spelling insecurity because I, too, there are lots of words I can't spell. I can't spell. <laughs> Lots of them. Step right up. It's time to play friend, enemy, block. Yes. Who of these three celebrities provided will Sarah or Maggie pick to be their friend, to be their enemy, and to block from all contact for the rest of their lives? Let's find out on friend, enemy, block. All right,
0: Maggie, this friend-enemy block, I really want you to take your time if you need to, Um, but I would like to know, out of these three holidays, which one would you friend, which one would be your enemy, and which one would you block forever? Halloween, July 4th, and St. Patrick's Day.
1: Okay. Okay. Um. I'm going to tread lightly because I don't – after the queso debacle of um, when you blocked queso, I don't want to offend. I am going to start with St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to block it. I don't really care about St. Patrick's Day. I don't care about it, frankly. I really just don't. I can't think of one thing about St. Patrick's Day that I care about. I don't want to drink green beer I don't want to wear green. I mean, I wear a lot of green, but I don't want to have to think about it and wear it. I don't want to get pinched for my choice to not wear green. And I don't really like corned beef. Don't really like it. So you know what? Just go off and do your own thing with the people who enjoy St. Patrick's Day as it is here in the United States. And I will just never have to engage. Also, St. Patrick's Day is during spring break for school, which I feel like growing up, I had to participate in St. Patrick's Day because it was not during my spring break. But in Texas, it's always during spring break. So it's like there's no there's no like school activities around St. Patrick's either. So it's just gone. Doesn't matter. I am going to be friends with the 4th of July. And I'll say a big influence on me being friends with the 4th of July is that you, Sarah Adams, host a 4th of July party. Okay. And- I know that if I am friends with the 4th of July, I will always be invited to that party (laughs) and that this is a safe answer. I (laughs) I would enemy Halloween because I would enjoy the candy, but I don't really like getting scared. I don't like spooky things. I really don't even think about costumes. I like to do costumes, but I always have an idea. And then by the time Halloween rolls around, I've forgotten the idea and I end up being a skeleton every single year. So um, I think that's my answer. I would friend 4th of July, enemy Halloween, block St. Patrick's Day. I would do the same, but
0: as an honest answer. That would be my honest answer.
1: Yeah, this is an honest answer. It's an honest answer, and it is a safe answer. Well, I don't like safe,
0: Maggie. We're not here to play it safe. We're here to tell the truth.
1: That's what our hundreds of thousands of people who listen to this
0: podcast want to hear is the truth. Now, let me tell you truthfully. Halloween the same answer is like I feel like it's an enemy holiday because think of your enemies your frenemies right you love them but you hate them the same thing with the costumes you try yep. to think of the perfect costume your kids get hyped up on sugar it's a big thing you love to hate it you love to hate it yeah St. Patrick's Day falls on Walter's birthday and then the same I don't want to be around a bunch people wearing green who are drunk i have no interest
1: in that holiday no interest no no. fourth of july other reasons why fourth of july is a friend hot dogs watermelon no no like i mean i guess a lot of pop like a parade and things like that but really fourth of july is about getting together with friends and having the day off of work hundred percent
0: a hundred percent and at the adams household we've been doing a fourth of july party for what 10 years now
1: Yeah, like a decade of.
0: And it started off July, 4th of July, with hot dog eating competitions. And you participated in.
1: I did. And I would like to say, uh, I was one of the only women participating, if I remember correctly. And I ate the same amount of hot dogs as one Clifton Hall, Mm. who is a friend and listener. And then I went on to eat cupcakes and enjoy the rest of the party. Clifton did not go on to, he, he did not hold those hot dogs in. And I was just like, that's just a regular lunch for me, you know? That was cute. Thanks to all our friends and enemies for playing along. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? I am. Fish are known for their big old pouts, which may be why some lipstick brands contain fish scales. This non-vegan addition adds shimmer and helps hide blemishes in lipstick, nail polish, and eyeshadows. No. No, thank you.
0: No, thank you. I want a list of that, those people who do those things,
1: and I want to say no thank you to
0: that. No thank you. I bet
1: if you – okay, here's a question though. Do you want to know? Like do you want to know? if yes. Do you want to go through your makeup and you want to look and then you want to be like, wow, I have been applying fish scales on my lips? And my eyes. A friend of mine, Kate, uh, she sells um,
0: beauty counter and that's what I wear. It's all organic, good for your skin stuff.
1: Is it all vegan? Yes. It is? Yeah. It's all vegan. Are you sure? Yes. hundred. That's all you wear? You only yeah. wear beauty counter? Mm-hmm. I started,
0: it's been a long process because I'm like, I want to put good stuff on my skin. And mm. yesterday, though, I went to Walgreens. I'm like, oh, man. Killing time. Want to go look at the makeup, and I was starting to look at the makeup. I'm like, oh, that looks fun. That looks fun. Then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know what's in those beauty products.
1: And How now, timely. I know. And now I'm like, it could have fish scales and like the extra shimmer. I know. And you know what's funny? I I don't feel I don't feel like some kind of way about fish. Like right. Like I eat fish you know, like I don't feel bad about it. And I don't really feel bad about like fish scale and my nail polish for shimmer for some reason, like putting fish scales on my, it's like skin to skin, right? Scale to nail. (laughs) But the idea of putting it on my lips and eyes, like that just, that feels really icky to me. Mm -hmm, It does. And what if you're allergic to fish?
0: Oh. Would it cause an allergic – I would bet it would cause an allergic reaction if you didn't know what was in there. I
1: wonder. And then you're like, oh, I'm allergic to this brand of makeup, but I don't know why. And then you don't even know that it's because it's got fish scales. Hard pass. Hard pass. I thought that was pretty gross. That is I really I thought gross. you'd like it. Thank you. Well, Do you, you want to react?
0: <laughs> yes, I would love to react.
1: Okay. Well, fish scales add shimmer to some of our makeup, but what's the most disgusting thing you've ever put on your lips? I don't know. I've gotten – I've got one. Do you want me to tell you? I would love to know what you what you got. I didn't plan this, but then as I was saying it, I remembered my uh, friend Rima, my best friend from high school, she had for her graduation party, just her and her then boyfriend organized this like real world road rules challenge event. And it was all like they just – she organized the whole thing. And it was all these different challenges and two different teams com- competed. And one of them was like you sat down and it was from like least disgusting to most disgusting bowls of food. But you didn't know what it was until it was a relay race and it got to you. And then you had to take the top off and eat the whole bowl of whatever it was. And I think I had like something salty inside yogurt, but I didn't know what it was. And when I was eating it, I literally could not. And it was like I was at one of the easier seats, you know. The last person had to eat dog food, canned dog food. Wow. And that was pretty gross. That's um that's the grossest thing. I just remember being like I, the gross thing was is that I didn't know what it was, you know. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing like you don't know what it is and that will gross you out more than anything. Right. If someone had told me like this is just yogurt with what a bake Oh, it was yogurt and bacon bits. Oh, see, knowing that's that it's it yogurt was. and bacon bits, I can eat it better. Yeah. But if you didn't know and you're like eating yogurt and it's kind of sour and you're like mm-hmm. has something expired and then you get like a chunk of bacon and that's really salty and you're like, what's th- what's this supposed to taste like? Ugh. Yeah.
0: Ugh. I, I do not remember any of those moments in my life. I think a lot of it's because I refuse to eat things I don't know what it is. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I just, just avoid those situations I at all avoid costs. those
0: situations. Like if Rima and I were friends and, she, and I was part of this party, and she's like, okay, you have to do this. I'm like, mm, no, thank you.
1: <laughs> no, I actually will not be doing that.
0: I would do the same a- thing. Happy graduation. Like give me a list and I'll say, mm, no, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like
0: it or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow.
1: If longer than three-minute podcasts is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on JAM by texting Unstable Topics to 552266.
0: And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye peace,
1: peace.